How'd you like to know God's will for you? Anybody? Yeah, we got one guy. All right, the rest of you, you, you have a lot of work to do. Uh, no, we, we all want to do God's will for us, right? Or no? Are you tired? Yeah, this means yes. I would like to know God's will for me. Okay, there's six of you now. Um, here's the thing. Uh, when I was at MSU, uh, there, I always joked about this. There's about three types of Catholic students on campus. There's the group uh, that is vaguely aware that there's probably church going on once a week or so. Yeah, we, uh, and that's uh, a sizable group. You've got the group uh, who is free now to not go to Mass, and so they don't. Then about third year, uh, something happens, and they come back. Yeah? And then you've got the group that it never occurred to them to not go to Mass. And they get that group, and they're together all the time. And one of the things we always talk about together is they want to know, what is God's will for me? It becomes a very serious question for them. Um, what does God want me to do with my life? Who does God want me to be? What's really interesting is how beautiful that discussion is. When we care about what God wants for us, then I always point out to them, then you're going to be doing it. You're not strong enough to stop God. If you say to the Lord every day, Lord, I want to do what you want me to do, you will end up doing what God wants you to do. Don't be afraid. So there's that kind of talk about God's will. Now, normally, when we talk about God's will, I am having a terrible time finding the second reading today. Uh, normally, I found it. When we are trying to figure out God's will or talk about it, it's because something awful happened. Yeah, every sick call, every funeral, every death call, almost, there's talk of God's will. And I legit feel bad for Jesus about that whole thing. Nobody at a wedding has wanted to talk about God's will. We have it in our heads that God's will involves you being in a lot of pain. And that's it. And we might have a vague sense of God's will as being this thing that tells me what I'm supposed to do for a living. But here's the key. God's will is specifically mentioned outside of the Gospels in the New Testament just a couple times. And it was mentioned today. This phrase, did you hear it? This is God's will for you. So now you're about to know. You can know with absolute surety what God's will for you. Isn't this great? If you start paying now, I'll tell you. Um, that's, that works on TV. Now, here's what he says. Ready? This is God's will for you. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. And in all circumstances, give thanks. That's God's will for you. So we're going to walk through this one at a time. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and in all circumstances, give thanks. Now, the giving thanks and the rejoicing always are very much in a relationship where they feed each other. Uh, the more grateful we are, the more joyful we are. The more joyful we are, the more grateful we are. And there is so much to be grateful for. 
One of the things, guys, this is my 13th parish, which means you're unlucky. Yeah. Um, and I've heard church music in a variety of forms. You, you with me? We are so blessed to have beautiful music. Do you know that? Seriously. Do you? Oh, sweet. Yeah. Way to go. That's all me. Okay. Um, all kidding aside, I've been at churches. I feel bad for Jesus. I don't know how else to put it. We're singing to him and, and okay, folks, we're going to preach on purgatory today. You know, it's, it's, it's how it is. I've been at a church where I led the music while praying mass. And we had a lot of people become Baptist. Okay. <laughs> we are so blessed that when we worship our Lord, the music lifts us up to heavens. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of practice, and I'm so grateful. I'm grateful because yesterday, I didn't get to take my foot off the gas pedal for one minute because so many people love our Lord. Father Lay and I heard confessions for two and a half hours yesterday. That's seven hours this week he and I personally heard of confessions. People stood in this church for two hours to wait for a chance to get right with God. Do you know how beautiful that is? Do you know what it feels like to be your priest? I've been in a parishes where clearly they just don't sin. And I bring books into the confessional and I read. That's the only possibility, right? That's the only reason we wouldn't go to confession is because we don't sin. I'm looking at y'all. All right. I'm so grateful to God for that. I get to be your priest. I don't deserve this. And every time my heart is just so full. Look at how many people are fighting for this relationship, Jesus. Look. Immediately walked out of the confessional and got to stand right here while two people declared their covenant before the Lord. Isn't that amazing? Two people said, Jesus, our human love is pretty nice, but we're going to invite you into it so that it's divine love, so that it's an unbreakable covenant. Two people stood right there and said, for the rest of my life, as best I can as a sinner, I'm going to teach you what God's love looks like, not by lecturing, but by serving and by sacrificing. And by the way, we're going to create immortal souls. I got to be there for that. Do you know how blessed I am? Right back there, I got to baptize four little squeakers right afterward. Set of twins, a little girl and a little boy. We had three boys and a girl back there who all entered a covenant with God. That God said their name for the first time and he meant them. I got to make a little cross on their little foreheads and claim them for Jesus Christ and tell the devil, no, 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 you don't have anything to do with these three the rest of their life. I got to be there when they entered the waters of baptism, the womb of Holy Mother Church and emerged a whole new creation. Do you know how blessed we are? And then as soon as that was done, I put on my rose vestments for Gaudate Sunday, huh? Deacons. 
No, do you know why they did it? They wore the rose ones yesterday, but these are really heavy, and I'm fat, so we sweated like machines, and they went purple, because they're... I guess I love the Lord more than them. Um, <laughs> sorry. I prayed Mass with about this many people at the four. We, we went to the Last Supper with Jesus. And not because any of us are worthy, but because God's just crazy about us. Do you know how blessed we are? Have you thought about that lately? And if you'll excuse the phrase, that's just the church stuff. We're blessed in a million ways. And our hearts should be constantly grateful. Now, there's no money to be made in telling you to be grateful. The money's made in telling you to be angry and scared. But here stands me in the name of Jesus Christ telling you God's will is that you're grateful and that you rejoice. Not only that, but we're supposed to pray unceasingly. Now, this is an act of discipline and of practice, to quote St. Alan Iverson. Tired guys, it's gonna be silly. Sorry. We gotta practice gratitude, yeah? And not only that, we need to practice praying unceasingly. And I'll tell you the best way the Lord biffed me to teach me how to pray without ceasing. Are you ready? Whenever I'm ready to grumble, it's time to pray. So I'm a country boy, yeah? Grew up in Montrose and uh, moved all over the place and then. When I moved here, my last parish was three rural parishes. We were in the middle of nowhere. It was awesome. And so when I put my head on the pillow at night, you know what I heard? Coyotes and nothing else. And I would just ah, fall asleep. I now live on Saginaw Road. <laughs> right there, next to a stoplight. And I don't know if you know this, Dad and I checked. About every 22 seconds, 74 police cars go by with their sirens on, yeah? And when there's not police cars with their sirens on, there's ambulances and the lawyers right behind them, you know. Uh, there's fire trucks. And, and then everybody who hits that stoplight between 11 p.m. and 4 a.m. thinks that's a good time to see how loud their car can be uh, when the light turns green, yeah? And my first, like, three weeks here, I grumbled about it, yeah? I, I uh, petitioned them to reroute Saginaw Road. They said no. But here's the thing. Uh, I worked with the police for eight years. I was a member of the East Lansing Police Department. And I remember, truly, pulling up to houses and the guy driving, I was always in the passenger seat saying, if anything happens, I need you to be the one to tell my wife and kids. I remember that. I wouldn't say they were afraid because they would kill me if I said they were afraid. <laughs> but they weren't comfortable. When they're pulling someone over, same thing. Now if anything happens, you'll be the one to tell my family. Okay? Yep. So now when they go by, Jesus, please bless them. Keep them safe. Get them home to their family. Help them to be just. Be with them. 
When the fire trucks blast by, St. Florian is the patron saint of firefighters. St. Florian, pray for them. When the ambulance goes by, Blessed Mother, be with them. Whoever they're going to, please let this end well. All of these things are little irritations that the Lord said, you know, it's great that you can grumble. Turns out everyone can, but that's not my will for you. My will is that you pray. I don't know how many times you've been irritated today. I would assume just during this homily, six or seven. But you can turn that into a prayer. You can turn that into a prayer. There, when you pass a cemetery, you can pray for the dead. When you pass a hospital, you can pray for the sick. There are a million ways you and I could constantly be praying. And I, I really believe this, that someday when you and I are at judgment, there will be people we don't even know who say, that person prayed for me at a key moment in my life. Wouldn't that be amazing? I know this is a long one. And I would say I'm sorry, but I'm not. We're talking about God's will. And God's will is that you and I rejoice always that our hearts are filled with gratitude and that we're constantly praying. That's a good thing, guys. And it requires superhuman effort. So thank the Lord we have the Eucharist. Thank the Lord we have the Holy Spirit. We have everything we need to do God's will. And we know what God's will is, that we rejoice always, that we are grateful, and that we're constantly praying. Amen? Okay.